Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss. I am joined by not Mo DeGill, but Mark Schindler. What's up, Mark? How are we doing tonight after a gross night of basketball? <laughs> I'm good, man. Somehow uh, we are closer to the playoffs, but still seems far away. Uh, the, we're in that nice little malaise right after the end of the NCAA tournament before we get into the playing game. So it's uh, we were scrounging the bottom of the barrel a little bit tonight. Yeah, we're at the part of the season where your team either is going through hellfire or your team is completely phoning it in. Uh, speaking of phoning it in, Danielle Lehman is our producer. But she can't talk right now, so that's why I have to make that joke. But so let's get into the games that actually kind of mattered. And the first one was the OKC Thunder walloping whoever they played. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was the Utah Jazz. I just don't remember who they were starting because they're like starting Lucas Shamanich, who they just signed to attend the other day. And then gave him a uh, multi-year deal, according to Woj. So congratulations to him. I'm only plugging that because I just had this huge feature on him in the main Celtics. So please go read it and support my career. But anyway, the Thunder supporting their chances to make it the playoffs because they're still holding on ahead of the Dallas Mavericks with this win. Yeah, this was a fun game, too. It was a, a weird game. Like, like I, I mean, I tweeted this out <laughs> at the end. The Jazz closed with the lineup of Chris Dunn, Luka Shamanich, Johnny Juzang. Uh, Doka Azubuki and Kelly Olenek and like it was fun for a second and then it just oh my god it derailed like so fast like I think they were right around single digits uh, split coming up uh, with OKC in the back half of the the fourth and then they just blew it open they had nothing to defend Shagulis Alexander uh, Josh Giddy turned it up a little bit at the the, during the close um this was a not a great win from OKC, but it, it one that they really needed, and, and they 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 were able to kind of throw together uh, in the throws of it. Yeah, I mean, this is really exciting because we're setting up the possibility that the Oklahoma City Thunder could somehow win the play-in game, and then have Jalen Williams go guard Nikola Jokic in the first round. <laughs> that would be. Do you think Jokic would average a fifty-point triple-double in that series? I would love to see it. Because even with it being like exactly like you're saying, like not perfect, they uh, the Thunder have kind of gassed out over the last few weeks after, you know, hot starts, the wrong way to put it. But, you know, how scrappy and competitive they've been all year. Um, I would love to see it, though. They fly around on defense, but man, they would look so small compared to Denver in the front line. No, it honestly would be adorable watching them try to guard Jokic. But OK, they're probably it would be kind of be shocking if they even made it out of the play in. But. How excited are you to see technically sort of OKC Thunder basketball? Oh, I'm very, very. Uh, anytime we get to see a young team 
sort of take that next step, even with it being, you know, having to take like a, a half step to, to take the actual step. Um, it's exciting. Like, I, I want to see that. I want to see Shady Goldridge Alexander in, in the biggest, you know, most competitive moment of his career. I want to see that from Josh Giddy. Uh, I want to see Aaron Wiggins do because I love Aaron Wiggins, but you know, uh, not quite the same, but exactly. Like, I think that there's, there's a lot of reason to be excited about it. Speaking of young teams taking the next step, the Miami heat, the, what feels like the most stale franchise in the NBA, but not even the Lakers, the Lakers at least reinvigorated themselves, but the Miami heat, they killed the Philadelphia 76ers and they are now one game behind Brooklyn with two games left in the season. Um, it's possible they might climb out of the play-in, which would be really annoying for me because right now, because I cover the Celtics, I'd be going to Miami if they stay in their spot. So really need them to stop winning. But uh, what do you think of the Heat killing the Sixers and then having the chance to then move up to the sixth seed and then play the Sixers in the first round? Well, you might be the only NBA writer I can think of that doesn't want to go to Miami uh, other than me. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, I do want to go to Miami. That's why. Oh, I'm you do want to go to Miami. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Then I'm alone. Uh, but yeah, looking at at this, this was this this game took me by surprise. I feel like I shouldn't have been surprised by this, but um, you know, I think some people was shocked up to like, oh, you know, Miami just had one of those games where they shot the leather off the ball, shot variance, this and that. Yes, they shot the leather off the ball, but also Philadelphia was awful. Like this was a terrible performance by the Sixers. Doc Rivers said it himself after the game. I believe his exact quote was that was an exercise, um, which you know <laughs> that does not that's not exactly a uh, a great uh, you know, what you want to hear about your team the the week before the playoffs or two weeks before the playoffs and something the plan. Um, yeah, they just did not really have it going. Like Joel Embiid, I thought was was solid, but everything else was just kind of all over the place. They felt like they're kind of going through the motions. Um, and Miami was just there and very clearly does not want to be a playing team that wants to scrap and get their home court, not, not home court, but have their, their guaranteed spot. Um, they very much looked like that tonight. They looked like the team that wanted it more. It seems cliche, but I think with uh, with this game, that very much showed up. Uh, Kyle Lowry is supposed to be sitting Friday against Washington, so we'll see if they actually win that game. But it's nice to see Miami at least kind of get their shit together just in time for the playoffs, because this is the team that everyone's been worried about. Kind of like how the Kings are the team that everybody wants at the top half of the West. I feel like Miami's a team that everybody wants to avoid at the bottom half of the East, just because we have seen this play out over and over again. Jimmy Butler goes from being like an all NBA player to an MVP player in the playoffs. Other guys just kind of like get more juice in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry shenanigans are going to be more useful in the playoffs. It's just in like it's Spo. You're going set, you know, four somewhere between four to seven games toe to toe against the best coach in the NBA. Nobody wants that. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, and I think like what was fun in this game too that I think really stood out. Miami's role guys really stood up. Um, a lot of it was you know they were getting to every loose ball. Uh, they were so good in the passing lanes. Like they blitzed the Sixers on the glass, and the Sixers are quite a bit bigger than them. Obviously, obviously you know the Sixers have had rebounding problems this year and. For the last couple of years, but I mean, Caleb Martin was he put up 13, 7, and 5 today. Gabe Vincent was tons of energy, even if he didn't shoot super well from the floor. Um, Max Struess finally put together a good game for the first time in a while. So um, I think it was really nice to see that uh, play out for the, for the Heat the way that it did. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, looking more at standing stuff. So the Lakers and Pelicans are tied 7-8. They're both 41 and 39. David Griffin revealed to us that there is no update with Zion Williamson. He literally just said there's no update, which means there's no Zion Williamson, presumably, next week for the play-in. And even if they won somehow and you're able to make it out, is he going to be available for the first round? Certainly doesn't seem like it. So what do you think of New Orleans' chances to actually be competitive if they don't have Zion? Uh, yeah, I think, A, it's a bummer. Like, it makes me sad because I want to see Zion play with this team. Uh, but, B, this team really has found something again over the last few weeks. Like, Brandon Ingram has uh, has just been a different player uh, since spring started, which has been crucial for them, starting to really find something as a half-court offensive team and their defense has really been picked up and and Ben, I mean, their, their defense been consistent most of the year, but it's really been good over the last few weeks. Um, but like outside of the plane, like I think that they can be scrappy and competitive in a first round series, but without Zion, I really think they're going to struggle uh, altogether. Like I think they could put together a nice six or seven game series. Um, but I just question if they're going to have the top end talent to fully win it. Uh, they're not. And I, I should have been clear. I just been competitive in the first round series. Oh, yeah. Get, no, yeah, no, not f- fully win it. I mean, win a series. Yeah, uh, I should have clarified that better. But yeah, yeah, if they can get past Denver or Memphis, I mean, holy crap, Willie Green might deserve a new contract if that's the case. Uh, all right, let's let's get to some other news. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks they currently sit half a game behind the Thunder after that game, and they were hoping to gain another win because they protested the loss that they had last month. And uh, obviously they weren't going to win that. And it was really funny how Mark Cuban, he just did this press conference where he basically said at the start of the press conference, I know I'm going to get in trouble every single time I talk. I probably shouldn't talk. And then of course he talked and got himself into plenty of trouble. And one of the things he said was that he's hoping that they win the protests. And the very next day, the league was like, no, we're giving our official ruling, not happening. So if you are, uh, who's in charge? I guess Mark Cuban's secondly in charge of this decision. If you're Mark Cuban, do you want them to try to win these last two games, or do you want to go for that uh, lottery pick? Give me the lottery pick. Uh, and I think it's less about give me the lottery pick. It's more I don't want to watch this basketball team play anymore this year, um, and I don't really think this basketball team wants to play anymore this year based on what we've actually seen play out on court. Like everything just looks frustrated, frustrating, I should say. Um, the comments just get bleaker and bleaker every game. It feels like, um, they need a nice reset. This is so much about the roster, just where it's at. I think that they are ready to be in a different spot, uh, in the coming season. We'll see how much they can actually change in the off season, but yeah, I, uh, 
I am ready to not be watching the Mavs play basketball anymore this year. All right, so let's just go. To, let's start with the Western Conference quickly. Quickly, let's go through and tell me how you want to see these matchups shake out. Because right now we got, let's say Nuggets Pels, if that's how you know it works out. That's a one eight. Grizzlies Lakers, Kings Warriors, Suns Clippers. The places where we can flip is the Clippers and the and the Warriors can flip there. Um, and then the Lakers and the Pelicans can flip. And I guess technically the Timberwolves could get up there a little bit, but I can't imagine them putting two wins together in a row. So which are the matchups you're liking right now? And is there any other tweaks you'd want to see in the West? Ah, I think what's so difficult about all of it is like, I want to see the most fun matchups each spot. And I, I kind of dig it. I, uh, I think Clippers uh, Kings, if they were able to flip that one around, could be really interesting. And especially if you get like, you know, Warriors Suns with what that has been like the last couple of years with both teams where they've been at and just competition overall, that could be really fun. So I would be kind of interested in how that might uh, change up. But like getting Pels and and Nuggets in, in a first round series could be really fun. I would obviously pick the Nuggets, but I think, again, like uh, the Pelicans give them a really good first round competition. Um, I think they have an interesting matchup. They have a lot of um, a lot of really switchable athletic wing players who I think Denver has not had trouble to match up with, but could have trouble to match up with in a playoff series. Like there, there's a lot to be interested by. And um, I think I'm most interested just to see what happens with the Kings. Cause I love this Kings team. I don't want to, uh, to see them go down in the first round. I know I don't have control over that, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, everybody agrees that the Kings are the target at the top there. The, my, my thing I struggle with is, Warrior Suns, do you want to see that in the first round or you hope that maybe you get to see it later in the playoffs? And I guess I'd rather have one in the hand than two in the bush, but it would just be so much more exciting to see the Suns and Warriors in a later round. Yeah, I think it's in a, it's weird for me because I just haven't really felt great about either team. And I know that injuries and absences have played a part for both of them, but um, I also kind of just want new blood in the playoffs. Like I, I want to see uh some of the teams that haven't maybe gone as deep in the playoffs get opportunities to do so um so i'm here for it i want chaos that's 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 my rooting interest i feel like little finger in game of thrones i just want chaos yeah i mean anarchy is the easiest thing to root for right uh yeah. okay in the east milwaukee versus atlanta maybe toronto hard to imagine chicago wins two of those then right now celtics heat sixers nets Cavs, knicks obviously that four or five matchup seems very very even uh that's probably don't stand a chance. And then Celtics, Miami, it's like, we know, as we talked about before, Miami could erupt, probably not, but very possible. Is there any, any series that you'd want to see change up any series you're actually excited about? Oh yeah. I'm excited about all those for various reasons, but I think Nick's Nick's Cavs would be a war, man. Like I want that. That's going to, I mean, I, it's happening whether I want it or not, <laughs> um, but I'm excited for that. All those games have been very exciting this year. I think both those teams, um, I would probably pick my, I'm not probably like, I would definitely pick Milwaukee against either of those squads, but I think they both provide like a really fun matchup for the Bucs um, with how they can play with size and, and, and stretch the floor too. Um, and like, I mean, the Cavs can just play really funky and have interesting matchups to throw at Giannis while having really good shot making. And then the Knicks just have a ton of bodies. They, they play their way. Um, and I have a lot more confidence in that team in the playoffs than I did um, you know, two years ago. So I think, yeah, I'm really interested to see how that part of the bracket plays out. And, and like you mentioned, we've seen Miami, Boston, uh, we've seen that story before. 
Um, I don't think Boston wants to see that story play out again. Uh, but I would, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable with where Boston's at compared to Miami right now. So I'm, I'm not too worried about it. This segment is brought to you by BetMGM. And I'm looking at the spread for the Rockets Hornets game on Friday. And the Rockets are two and a half point favorites. This is interesting because the Rockets need to lose to solidify their spot in the lottery seating. So they should want to lose this game. But at the same time, they have been playing better lately. And I feel like the Hornets, they're better at losing than anybody else out there. So I'm going to pick against the Rockets. I think the Hornets are going to win this game. I think they're going to beat the spread. All right, well, I'm pretty comfortable where this pod is at right now. So let's wrap it up here. He's Mark Schindler. Our producer is Daniel Lehman. I'm Jared Weiss. This has been the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding, y'all.